Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family, wherever you may be, wherever you may be listening from. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. And we'll start off with a word of prayer and then we'll go into what, what the Lord wants us to say. And I've got something to say at the end as well. Almighty Father God, we thank you for your living word. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for covering us under the blood of Jesus. We thank you for watching over us, guiding us and protecting us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breathe a word of, oh no, I'm going to say the scripture. It's going to be Mark, Mark 11 and it's from verse 23 to, to, um, to 24, to 24. Yes, yeah, so I'll say, it says, um, I assure you and most solemnly say to you from the Amplified Bible. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power, but believes that when he say, what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him in accordance with God's will. For this reason, I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, in accordance with God's will, believe it with a confident trust and you will have, and you will, and you, sorry, that you will have received them and they will be given to you. These are the words, these are the words of the Lord. And I, the word I have, it's, <laughs> I'll tell you something. When God's ready to, to give you his word, he gives it to you in all different arenas. That you can see that, you know, sometimes you say, oh, I'm going to put this down and I'm going to do this later. I'm going to do that. And he, he, he commands to you to give his word. And I've accepted that I am his messenger. You know, when you first, when I first got saved 2003, I remember I used to talk to with, with my now, well, my daughter, daughter-in-law. Um... At the time, I don't think she was my daughter-in-law yet, but it wasn't long after that she was. But we used to be on our way from church. We used to be always saying, oh, what's, what's my, um, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? What does God want me to do? But now, blessed and free in my life right now. <laughs> I'm 64 now. But I can honestly say I know what my purpose is. And my purpose is to encourage the kingdom of God. To, to, to pray for. To explain God's word. To be obedient. And to love the people of God. And it's not only a love for the body of Christ. It's a love for the earthing world that needs it. And we are supposed to be, we are supposed to be brought to tears by things we see in the world that is happening to the unsaved. And we're not supposed to be saying that, oh, if they never, if if they if they um believed in God, this wouldn't be happening to them or that. We're not to justify it. We're just to pray for them and to feel what Jesus felt felt because you know when we look in the Bible. We see that it says Jesus came 
not to condemn the world, but to save the world. And he said, you know, when he was eating with the tax collectors, and the tax collectors and all that, when, when the Pharisees and everyone was saying that, how can he be mixing with those people? And Jesus said that he came for those who are sick. He never came for the righteous. He came for those who needed a savior. And we are amongst those who needed a savior and he saved us. So we are also to feel compassion for those who don't know that they really need a savior yet until God brings them in. And um, I was thinking this morning, I was thinking this morning because I think it's Charles Kapp ministry. It seems that they have a word, they have a word for of confession every day. And I saw this, this, um, this Mark 11, 23, and it made me go into other thinking, which it says that Jesus came into the world to show us how the kingdom of God works, the way the, the way the kingdom works. And as Jesus said, if we trust and we believe that that mountain will be removed. Our prayer will be answered. It will. Because that that is how God works. In our belief. And in having faith in him. And that's why obedience is very important. Because. <laughs> as he shows it to me. God has put certain things into. In, from the world was created. He put certain things in the atmosphere, certain things on the earth that like people would say gravity and certain things that no matter what you say, they're not going to change. And he also tells us that whatever, whatever, whatever we bind on earth, it would have to already be bound in heaven. He tells us that that means that some things have already been bound and, and some things have already been allowed even on the earth. And in heaven. So that's why when he, when he was explaining it to me. And I remember that scripture. I realized that it is so true. And that's why when he says to us. Feed our enemies. Pray for them. Don't look for revenge. Because vengeance is his. It's because he knows that. There's actions that we do. That would be forbidden. That we shouldn't do. And, and if we do them there automatically comes consequences to those actions. That means that if, if we had been faithful and good friends to people and they chose to, to what would you say? They chose to reject us. They chose to um, betray us. We don't have to say, watch what I'm going to do to that person and wish them bad and want them to, to, to suffer. We don't have to do it. All we have to do is keep trusting God, keep being obedient to his word and praying for them and do what he has called us to do. Because there is things that is automatically set up that if you behave in a way that God has said that you should not, there are consequences. And you find that the word, did I, I didn't know if I said the word is, the word of, the word and the thought is, the word of God is an action word. 
because whatever God says it will happen, it does. Because if you if you look into even your life or people around you and things that are happening, you will see. I remember the in Proverbs when in Proverbs that that uh, I can't remember exactly where in Proverbs now, but it says that if a, a man is supposed to drink from his own system, and if a man goes away from his home and is and and is um unfaithful, that there are consequences that will come. He will be wrecking his life. And some, some, someone might look at that and say, what, what do they mean he will be wrecking his life? But when you look at, around at even people that you know, people that you hear about, you, you'll find out that the scripture comes alive. Because you hear about men, I don't I women where we do it too, you hear about men that add wives that love them and care for them they had a loving family and they choose to go and commit adultery and even when they were forgiven more than one times they still didn't change their their, their attitude and in the end they were the, the women divorced them god well god pulled the women out because sometimes as women when you love so when you love someone sometimes you don't know when to let go even when they have let go of you and then when God pulled them out and the men are not, are the women are on their own. They start to feel what the Bible say. They have destroyed their home. They have destroyed their home and they start to complain. Nobody remembers them anymore. Uh, they're on their own and everything, every very, they become very sorrowful and say that they're on their own. They don't have this and they don't have that. And they don't realize that they are the ones by their action, as the Bible said, that destroyed their home. And even though God is going to always make people be, be compassionate, that what you can do for a person, you will always do it. But there are consequences. And that's why the Bible is an action, is a, is, a, is, a, is a book of action. And if we want to live the life that God wants us to have, we have to obey what he says. We have to do what he said. No matter how it might not make sense to other people. Don't matter if it don't make sense to them. Sometimes people might say, say are you too nice? No, it don't matter if it might make sense to them. If God has said to you, stand still and watch the glory of the Lord. Don't have nothing to say. You, you might not understand your situation, but it doesn't matter. If he says, speak life. Tell that mountain to move. Speak it. Because I realized from the other day, I, w I, I, I had a word about boundaries. Because I was going to come and speak the word. But I never did. But it was about boundaries. It's about... Set no, I think, I, I, think I, I had a word about boundaries. Because I think I was reading something when someone was talking about setting boundaries. Setting boundaries in relationships with your children with everything and you realize that unless you set boundaries for your life anything will happen in your life unless you you follow the word of God to say and he says to you do this and do that and set boundaries you will go, be going backwards inst instead of forwards and this morning <laughs> 
that I was thinking about the boundaries. I don't know if it was from Monday or whatever. And I was going to give a word about setting boundaries in your life. Because you have to value yourself to set boundaries. To say, when this when these things get to this point, that you have to say, this is the tipping point. This is the point that I can't go anymore with it. Because I've realized, as as I, I can't remember what I was reading. And it's what, what someone said to what um what someone was saying i think it's about christians and divorce are christians allowed to to get divorced and when i was reading something and it said that when you when um when you when you're with someone and they commit adultery and you're still with the, stay with them it it turns to that that marriage that relationship turns to abuse they don't it's not that they physically are going to eat you but it means that they're going to start treating you in a negative way in what they say or what they do because they realize that that you don't value yourself and that they don't value you. And it becomes abusive because they keep on doing, they still carry on with the relationship and you're still in there with them. And then they start to treat you, say this word, they start to say that word. You leave yourself open to abuse when you don't set boundaries to say, this is what, this is what God says I should accept in my life. And I can't accept otherwise. Because it was funny that when it came to me to say, yes, you are supposed to want your marriage to work. But the other person is also supposed to want it to work. And if a person has come, yes, people can tell, yeah, people can make mistakes. But if a man or a woman continues that affair with that person and they know that you know and they are still living in the house with you as a husband and a wife. That's abuse. And they have no respect for you. Because you haven't set the boundaries to say what your values are. What you are worth. So they treat you any and any way. So to the boundaries. As I was thinking about. And you know the Lord gave me a word. A few months back I think it was. Or weeks back. And it was about a new era. And. I was, um, well, I think Amazon came, Amazon, um, because I, 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 I have the Kindle, the Kindle. I heard, um, no, they sent, they sent me each, each, each month, they send me, um, books that they recommend for, that are recommended for me based on the books that I used to read before. And they sent me, there was one today about a new, a new era. And, when I was looking, you know, sometimes they, uh, they say you can have a sample. They usually say you can download a sample before you before you buy the, the complete book. And when I was looking and, and reading, there was someone that had wrote the fourth, the fourth word for this book. And it, <laughs> the person said Proverbs 29, I think it's 18. And it was talking about a new era. And it was saying, you know, that scripture that we know that it says without, without, um, restraint, the people per perish. And there was, and it was said without, is it by that knowledge of people perish? But they're saying in Hebrew, it actually means without boundaries or a word, prophetic word, utterance, the people go backward. And it says we are now moving from a church era into a kingdom era. And that's what God was showing. That we are now in a kingdom era. 
and it says in the it says the area that the the, the area the area that we're in in the Hebrew is peng, which means the voice or the mouth of God's ambassadors. Our voice must be heard. This and we must declare and decree the things, things, and it will happen. Because that's what Jesus said. If you believe, you will receive. And when I looked at it all together, and it was saying, we have to have boundaries. We have to have boundaries. Because without boundaries, we don't live a balanced life. I remember when I, I remember years ago when I used to work in a children's unit. And there was a young lady that um I think she'd been taken she was taken but um, I can't remember I can't remember why she was taken but I think she was she was taken out under police protection protection or police order for for some days and I remember that I heard her speaking to someone on the phone because there was a phone in the hallway that it, that people that anybody they could use and but could use and I remember I I hear her talking to someone on the phone. I don't know who was talking who she was talking to, but she said that but I, I always remember what she said. She said it was her mother's fault that she was in the, the, the care unit because if her mother had set her boundaries, she would not be there. And I thought to myself her mother may have thought that She's giving her freedom because, and she wants her to, to grow, uh, whatever. Her, her mother might have thought she was doing it for her best. Because I suppose whatever her mother was, she was doing, she was enjoying what she was doing at the time. But what she said kind of stuck with me. And that's years and years, a few years now. She was saying that boundaries wasn't set by her, by her mother. So she could do what, what she likes. And that is why. She had to be protected because she was a young girl. And it makes me see we need to set boundaries in our life. We need to set boundaries in the life of our children, grandchildren, whoever it may be, or marriage, whatever it may be. And know that when it gets over that line, it's no longer the marriage that God says that it should be. And sometimes... People always say God hates divorce, but God also hates adultery and abuse. So he doesn't just only hate one thing. He hates all of them that comes together when, when adultery is in a marriage. And I thought to myself, God is showing something. If you're in a marriage, respect your marriage. Respect your husband, respect your wife. Don't keep any other woman or every, any other man with them. Because what is sweet to you today will be sour tomorrow. Because a lot of women just want to be with a man because they want what they want. They don't want a husband. They just want a sweetheart. Because they're saying that if the man has a wife... If the woman has a husband and she still chooses to be, and they still choose to be with them, they feel that there's something that they have to pay for. So what I'm saying is that it's better you're in a house on your own with respect 
than living with someone that has no respect for you. Because the minute that you give them the opportunity that their, that their um, adultery becomes a habit, not a mistake, but a habit, something that they, provoke, that they do every day, every month, every year, you are not going to be happy and you are not going to be valued. Because if a man values a woman, he's not going to want her to be upset. He's not going to want her to be disrespected. He's not going to need anybody else beside her. And likewise, a woman. God wants his people to have boundaries, to listen to his word. To know that his words and his book is action. And we need to start speaking what we want in our life. I was listening to someone the other day and they were saying that we have some angels that are sitting down without nothing to do. Because we are told that the angels are here to help us. And if we're not telling them what to do as, as the Lord speaks to us. They're, they're, they're not getting any work to do. We're in a kingdom era, I believe. I believe because when Jesus, Jesus, when Jesus came, he said the kingdom is here. And I believe it's a kingdom era. Because there's no, it's, it's, I'm not saying the church has no value because the church, we are the body of Christ. But the behavior of the church and the faith sometimes of the church showing us that we have to go deeper. We have to go deeper than the church. We have to go kingdom. That means that we have to be, we have to listen, believe, and speak every word that is in the word of God, the Bible. What Jesus say, we have to say. Because now, I've instead of, you know, when I'm talking to someone, I try to encourage someone. Instead of saying anything, my word, I will tell them. Jesus said, don't worry, don't, don't worry about tomorrow because today I have enough of its own, worries of its own. And I can tell them from experience that if you, if you, if you carry on thinking about tomorrow, 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 you'll be all so stressed out. And by the time that situation comes, God would have given you a solution anyway. So this is the kingdom era. And this is the time that we have to put the word of God into action. Where we have to live it. We have to treat people differently. We have to speak differently. Because I say to people. <laughs> well I say to my daughter. God is teaching me how to be kind. <laughs> how to be kind to people. You know sometimes when you when you feel upset. And want to say react in a different in a certain way. And he's saying, be kind. He says, even though the person may be wrong or whatever, but be kind. Remember, they may look tall at, at 15 and they may look tall and big at 15, but they still have a little heart. Be, be kind. We must be kind to each other. Be kind, regardless of, of the situation. Be kind. Follow the word of God. Live your life in the best way that, that you can. Whatever God is saying to you, 
from you know his voice and it matches up with his word because he's not going to tell you anything outside his word. Live the best life. Don't, don't look for what you've left behind because you can't, you can't do anything about it. You can't change the past, but try to live the best future that you can. Try to help people based on what you have gone through, your experiences, that they can understand that they're not the only one that's going through and that they know that change will come. But God has us in a kingdom era that we can speak and activate heaven and activate changes in our life, build our life, shape our life, because we realize that what we speak is what we get. And if we keep saying how sick we are, how poor we are, that is what we will get. But if we look and say, God is healing me, even if it's taking your medication, God is healing me, I'm feeling better than I did yesterday, things will change. We have to speak our life, our, our days, our future into better days and trust God and he will make a way for us. And what he says to us, we have to do, <laughs> we have to believe it. He gave me a word the other time is that don't put off what you can do, but don't, is it, don't put off what, to, don't put off, to, is it, don't put, put off to tomorrow what you can do today. And <clears throat> there's times when you get tested because, you know, if you're tired and you'll say, oh yeah, let me just rest and I'll do it tomorrow. But last night he put me to the test with that word. And I was up till after 12 because when I, when I finally was in bed, see, it was one o'clock. So I was up till after 12 and my granddaughter, my eight-year-old granddaughter, built me a YouTube channel. She went and seen how to make it and she made, she made one for me. So Blessed and Free 63 podcast is now also on YouTube. I don't know what God is, I don't know if I'm only going to download what I've, what I say on here or audio or go on there or whatever. But I know that I've said to my eight-year-old daughter that it's, it will be a family channel. So I don't know how it's going to go, but I see the word of God in action because really and truly, if I never did it from, if, if we never did it from last night, she never did from last night, stayed up. Even my daughter was tired and she had to get up to go to work in the morning and she was up trying to do trying to do something on it as well. And now when I go on YouTube, I see Blessed and Free 63 and I realize that <laughs> if we never stayed up and my eight-year-old daughter, granddaughter didn't want to help me, it wouldn't be there. So whatever God's going to do with it, he's going to do with it. So that's why I'm saying the word of God is an action. And even if it might seem simple, because sometimes when, when, sometimes when he gives me a word and sometimes I look at the word and think to myself, um, th that it did not, I don't see much in the word, but if you put the word in action in your life, you will win all the time because the word of God can never fail. Almighty father, God, we thank you today for a new day. We thank you that we're in the kingdom era that we can declare and decree and speak your word over our life and the life of others, that they can be blessed. That we can be the body of Christ, walking as you walked when you came to earth. 
because what you have always said is that you came to do the will of the Father and you do what you see the Father do. Father God, may you cover each and every one of us today, Father God. Father God, I thank you for the YouTube channel. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but it's yours to do what needs to be done. But I know you feel that people, other people need to hear your word because I am only a messenger here to speak your word and encourage others that we can all get over our mistakes, learn wisdom and see that your word really works when we put it into action. May you cover each and every one of us and our families and our loved ones, our communities, our countries today. We pray for marriages, Father God, that you will bring healing where you can bring healing and where you cannot bring healing, bring release. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. If you don't know the Lord for yourself, I just want you to say this simple prayer. Almighty Father God, I believe that Jesus came and died for me, that I should have life and have it more abundantly. I pray that you help me to live a better life from today and give my life to Jesus, that I can be saved from the wrath that is coming on the world. May you cover me in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. If you have said the prayer and you have given your heart to the Lord, you will help you to find a Bible-believing church where you get baptized. You'll get your Bible. You'll read. Yeah, well, you'll get your Bible online if you can get your Bible. If you can't, he said that we have to be a ministry that gives to the new con a Bible to the convert new convert. So our email address will be at the front, and you can email us if you cannot afford a, a Bible. And also, if you want someone to come in agreement with you in a prayer, we will also do that if you send us an email. I got an email the other day, and I was so blessed to get it. Someone was asking for the name of a of um a actor of a book a author of a book that i had that i had uh, said before and my grandson is 15 he said really someone's really listening to what <laughs> someone's really listening to nanny on a podcast so god is faithful continue to walk by his grace and mercy and he'll help us all to be all that we're called to be in jesus name i pray amen have a blessed day. Jesus loves you and I love you too. God bless. And remember, we're also on YouTube now. To God be the glory. It's his work. 